It's time for the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast. Here are your hosts, Dennis Stuckey and Brady Beaton. All right, from a, a brand new Tri-County Equipment uh, Podcast Studios, too, I might uh, add. Yes. Just going to throw that out there. Yes, a nice little, uh, I like the setup. I like this setup, too. It might be a little echoey. I don't know that that's going to show up on the recording, though. It's always hard to tell. Yeah, but uh, so far, so good. Um, and, hey, here's the good news. We finally have a podcast where we're going to be talking about something that's actually happening instead yes. of complaining that things aren't happening. Or projection or anything like that. Yeah, it's uh, it's exciting. Uh, and exciting, uh, certainly the first night for boys, we had two really good uh, games that we uh, streamed. Mm-hmm. The girls' games were a little more lopsided last night. Um, but uh, it, it, but I had the, two two decent games. Yeah, the 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 girls looked more like a first game to me than the boys did. Yeah, I, I mean, I expected which was weird. Yeah, I expected um, both games to be sloppy, but it really wasn't that awful. At least in the boys' games, the girls' game did get very sloppy though. <laughs> I want to say the 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 Saint Clair Chippewa Valley game. We'll talk about it more, but I I probably saw forty turnovers. Yeah, and and in the the. I did the Northern Anchor Bay girls uh, on uh, Tuesday night, and the, that game was very streaky. Like, it had stretches where it looked really good, and then it had stretches where it was like, oh, yeah, it's the first game of the season kind mm-hmm. of a thing. But we'll get into that in just a moment. Tri-County Equipment is your local John Deere dealer. With 10 locations in southeastern Michigan, Tri-County Equipment can help you get the equipment you need. From tractors to ATVs, from snowblowers to used equipment, Tri-County Equipment is your one-stop shop. Right now, Tri-County Equipment is offering free home delivery on select John Deere models. For a full list, visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Tri-County Equipment with 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carrow, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810-364-8700. For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. If your windows stick, (laughs) slip, (laughs) squeak, or leak, replace them with Anderson windows. With low E glass, low maintenance exteriors, and rich wood interiors, standard and custom sizes, they can turn simple window replacement into serious home improvement. Hi, Chip Mortimer here, inviting you to experience the difference at Mortimer Lumber. Our expert staff will be here to help before, during, and after the sale. Stop by Mortimer Lumber, 24th and Lapeer Avenue in Port Huron. 
Hey guys, Brady Bean here for TP Logos in Marysville. Located across from Walt Braun Viking Stadium, TP Logos has the area's largest selection of in-stock school spirit wear, corporate wear, and construction company gear. They do custom embroidery, custom screen printing, and are the fastest growing uniform sublimation company in Michigan. Visit tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products, including things like Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. They're open weekdays 8.30 to 4.30 or by appointment. Don't wait weeks for your gear. You'll get it in days with TP Logos. Start strengthening your finances. Transfer your loan to Advia and we'll cut your rate in half. Plus, make zero payments for 90 days. Members who transfer save an average of $3,400. For stronger savings, visit adviacu.org. Advia Credit Union. Real advantages for real people. Not valid on credit card, secure real estate, or commercial loans. Interest accrues at loan disbursement. Estimated 2019 member savings, effective July 1st, 2020. Subject to approval and to change any time. Floor rates and restrictions apply. Equal opportunity lender. Dura Clean by Bachelor has been faithfully serving the Blue Water area for over 25 years. Whether you are commercial or residential, if you need carpet cleaning, stain removal, upholstered furniture, drapery, or air duct cleaning, call Dura Clean by Bachelor at 810-982-7044 and talk to Mike about their aerated foam process that allows carpet and furniture to dry quickly. From pet stains to odor removal to water damage cleaning and restoration, there's only one call you need to make. Dura Clean by Bachelor, 810-982-7044. 44 Duraclean by Bachelor. 2.2 seconds again. The clock won't start till somebody touches it on the court. Feehan will get it in. Carlson will spin, fire a long three. He got it! He got it at the buzzer! Carlson wins it for Sandusky at the buzzer with a long three. He'll finish with 22, and the Redskins will win it 47-45. A great finish at Sandusky. We'll tell you all about it in just a moment. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. So that was my first night in Sandusky, Sandusky, Cass City. So to, to set that one up, for you, um, Cass City led pretty much the whole ball game, uh, and then in the fourth, Sandusky made a push, took the lead. They are actually up four points with about a minute to go, and Cass City had been shut out the entire quarter. And with about forty seconds left in the game, they got a hoop to cut it to forty-four, forty-two. Mm-hmm. Then they forced a tie up in the possession arrow, gave them the ball back. And they hit a three with 4.5 seconds to go in the game to go up 45-44. Um, Sandusky inbounded, got the ball over midcourt and called a timeout with 2.2 seconds to go, then threw it in, and Carlson deep, deep. It wasn't a half-court shot. It was a step in front of it. He was he I saw was the video. Deep, uh, and he drained it, too. It, it was like... He nailed it. So, uh, and that won it at the buzzer, forty-seven, forty-five for Sandusky. So, it's a really good game. Uh, they're not technically well; they're in the same conference, but not the same league because there's an East and a West. Mm-hmm. But those two schools are located fairly close to each other. They don't like each other. They play a lot in crossover games. They just had a fierce playoff football game Came a few down months to a ago. Point conversion. Um, they don't like each other. Okay, so um, and and you could sense that as the game went on, not just with the teams, but with the parents. Mm-hmm. Sandusky people don't like Cass City people. Cass City people don't like Sandusky people. 
Sorry, that's just the way it's going to be. Like, if somebody goes off the road into a snowbank, they'll dig each other out, and then they'll go their separate ways. <laughs> but uh, it, it was a lot of fun, and uh, it was a, a real good uh, basketball uh, game. Um, both those teams uh, have players and things about them that I like. Um, Cass City's problem Brady is they've only got 10 kids that's tough they've got 10 kids six seniors two juniors a sophomore and a freshman um they play everybody but really they're they're about seven eight guys there well, you talk about a sophomore and a freshman and really no time to get them ready I mean yeah you can shoot and run around but there, there's a difference between actually scrimmaging with varsity level guys and then getting thrown to the wolves that's a tough first game for, for a couple what I'm assuming are first-time varsity players. Yeah, but um, all in all, th- they're starting five and, and one or two other kids that come off the bench. They're good players. They're good players, so they'll be competitive and they'll be in games. Um, and Sandusky, um, is they're a little deeper uh, in terms of the number of people that they have on their team, but, but to me – Basically, there's three guys that they're going to lean heavy on. Matt Carlson had uh, 22 points uh, the other night, uh, and it is clear that in key situations, they need a basket. He's the guy they're going to give the basketball to and say, go get mm-hmm. us a bucket. Um, and he can score inside or outside. So he, he's kind of a, a dual threat that way. And he plays hard defense. Like that's the other thing about both these teams. They play defense first. Yeah, um, it, it's well, not I mean, yet a low-scoring game. Yeah, they they really they play defense. Zach Franzel's another kid that he had a he had twelve points. And normally in a high school basketball game, you notice a kid with twelve points. Mm. But it was kind of like a that quiet twelve. At the end of the night, you're like, oh wow, you know, he he had a pretty good game. And I don't remember him taking a lot of shots, so that means the shots he took went in. Yeah. Um, and then they had Jacob Sanderson. Uh, they don't run any plays for him, but he's that guy that gets the offensive rebound and the putback. Yeah, the hustle points. Yeah. So um, I, I liked both of these teams, and they I thought they were pretty evenly matched, and uh, and that's why we ended up having a really good basketball game. Yeah, I mean, you had – yeah, a really good game to start it off with. Um, I almost had a buzzer beater, too. Uh, Cardinal Mooney took on Lance Cruz North, a school that's probably, what, f- four or five times their size. And they seemed like Mooney was a little nervous to start. Um, they went back and forth. Uh, I think in the first quarter, there, Lance Cruz North hit about three threes in the span of a minute and a half to go get out to like an 11-point lead. And from that point on, it was just Mooney chipping away, chipping away. In the second quarter, it felt like, okay, they're going to get the lead down to six or seven, and then it's back up to 10 or 11. Third quarter, all right, we got, we got it down to four, and now it's back up to eight or nine. In the fourth quarter, they finally got it down to, uh, I think they got as close as one point. They were never able to tie it up. Um, similar situation to what you had. They made it, they were down six. Uh, I believe it was Kevin Everhart hit a three-point shot to bring it within three, got a tie-up on the inbound, and then the three-point attempt just wasn't there. The play was a scramble. They just kind of threw one up. It fell way short. But Mooney, you want to talk about a team that plays defense? Mooney was smothering Lance Cruz North in that second half. 
it was a situation where Las Cruz North came out just guns a-blazing. They were looking really good in that first half. And then Mooney's just energy level stayed up here, and Lonsku's North was just tapering off, tapering off. And they, yeah, you could tell Lonsku's North was gassed. And had that game gone a few minutes longer, I think Mooney wins it. Uh, uh, Trent Rice had 17. Kevin Everhart had uh, 15 for uh, Cardinal Mooney. Lance Cruz North is a team I've seen a few times the last couple of years. They've been hosting uh, the district that uh, Northern and PH boys and girls, for that matter, have been playing in uh, in recent uh, years. And, yeah, they're always one of the teams that people talk about. Uh, unfortunately, Dakota's in that, and it usually ends up Dakota wins it. But if there's somebody who can knock them off, everybody says, well, watch out for Lance Cruz North. Well, so I mean, we know they've got talent. Chucky Riley had 18, and I believe he had all 18 in the first half. I don't think he got a point in the second half after just dominating the the first half against Cardinal Mooney. And, yeah, they don't – no rest for them. <laughs> They're taking on uh, New Haven tonight. Um, that's good. That's going to be another tough game. But, hey – you, you play them, it's, uh, you, yeah, you're getting ready for the, the, the tournament. It's going to be a six-week sprint. Another name I just want to mention, Cardinal Mooney, Larry Dallas. He, uh, he started off a little slow, played better in the second half, had a thunderous dunk um, in that second half. But he's, he's going to be a big part of where Cardinal Mooney goes. If they can get an inside presence from him, then, yeah, maybe – the, the they'll they'll have a chance to knock off teams like New Haven, but they they seemed like they had some butterflies in their stomach to start that game uh, against Lons Cruz North. But I mean, hey, a three a fifty three fifty final, uh, Lons Cruz North knocked off Cardinal Mooney on Monday. But for a first game and a game against the uh, Division One school, not bad for the Cardinals. Yeah, um, there were a couple other games uh, on uh, on Monday, uh, not, not a ton. But some, some people didn't want to wait and wanted to get it going. Uh, Elmont and Dryden actually had a high-scoring game. 80-71, to 71, Elmont beat Jeez. Dryden. That's, that's a lot of run and gunning for that a first is, game of the season. Well, they've all, the only thing they've been able to do is run and shoot until Monday. Yeah, well, I, I hope they realize that contact was allowed on Monday night Yeah, because <laughs> it doesn't sound like there was much. Um, uh, Flint Powers put 94 points up on Emily City. Jeez. 94-53, the Spartans lost to uh, Flint uh, Powers on Monday night. Uh, and Harbor Beach beat North Branch. 47-36 in other uh, boys' uh, action. Um, there were actually a couple of boys' games last night as well, and they were all weird. Um, Memphis beat Landmark 56-15. to Ooh. Carsonville Port Sandlack beat Akron Fairgrove 72-23. to Oh, wow. Um, and uh, Deckerville beat Bay City All Saints 66 66- to uh, 49. So uh, let's see. Last night we uh, had uh, girls basketball season open up. You want to do uh, your game first? or? Uh, I mean, go ahead. You had. Okay. I, I had Anchor Bay and uh, Northern started out really slow. Like it took both these teams a while to get into it. And what happened was Anchor Bay got into it a little bit quicker. It, it was actually four to two Northern about halfway through the first. Mm-hmm. And then Anchor Bay started to figure it out. Um, Taylor Wolf scored seven points. They went on a 15 to nothing run. They closed out the, uh, the first half on a 23-4 to run. Oh, wow. So at halftime, it was 25-8. to eight. 
and Northern actually came out, and their best quarter was the third quarter, but they couldn't make any progress. They got it as close as 12, and then it would be back up to 17, back up to 19, and then it just started to spread itself out. Um, and Anchor Bay put it away in the fourth quarter and won it 55-31. Um, the Tars' Genevieve uh, Decker had a great game. She's kind of a, one of those tall, lanky girls. She can – she handles the – you feel like she should be down low playing center or power mm. forward for them, but she handles the ball so well that a lot of times they give it to her to bring it up the court and kind of run things through her. A lot of fast break points – for her, a lot of steals and breakaways to the basket, and she ended up with 24 points. They've got another big, tall girl, Peyton Lee, uh, who scored 11 points for them uh, last night. Um, so Anchor Bay has got some some depth, and they've got some pretty solid uh, players, and, and they were the better team last night uh, against Port Huron Northern. I like the talent that Northern has, but it looks like they're going to struggle to score. Like they yeah. the, they play hard, um, and and they've got girls that that I think on certain nights will go off and and get you some points, but but just overall consistency, they're they're going to trouble uh, have trouble scoring if they can't knock down some some shots. But Ali Shagney and Camille Keys are good players. They had nine mm-hmm. points each last night. Um, they've got to get a little bit more from Jersey McGregor and some of the other girls, though. Uh, I think Jersey only had two points last night. She is a big presence on the court. Um, I don't know. I don't want to say she's timid, but I just I feel like when you look at her, you go, you know, she she's a McGregor girl, and she should she should own the paint. Yeah, like they shouldn't be – she should be blocking shots defensively and getting rebounds, and at the other end – even if you're not running plays for her, again, she should be getting offensive rebounds and putbacks um, and, and causing chaos, and and that just wasn't the case. Um, the the big girls for Anchor Bay dominated that game. Well, it is their first game, and you know it, it might take a little bit to get get going, and well, we'll find out Thursday because I'll be there as I see St. Clair take on um, the uh, the Huskies after that game. St. Clair, by the way, I was at down in their gym last night as they took on Chippewa Valley. Now, this game is what I expected some of these first games to look like. It was very sloppy. Um, A lot of turnovers. Now, granted, both teams were full-court press basically the entire game, so some of these were forced, but there were probably half a dozen passes from Alpha and Inbound that didn't touch anyone. They just missed it, and just passes that were completely errant, like the they needed to get back in uh, shape for the game. Uh, but Christina Bohm in the first half had six points. Uh, there was a out-of-bounds play with two seconds left. Chippewa Valley was basically not playing defense. They pass it up to her at half court. She just turns and chucks it, and it goes in. And it surprised her. That put her at nine points. It brought the score to 20-19 to Chippewa Valley at the half. Christina Bohm would then go on to score the first eight points of the second half. And the defense from St. Clair, Christina Bohm outscored Chippewa Valley in the second half by herself. They ended up holding Chippewa Valley to seven points in the second half and uh, honestly cruised to a victory. I don't know if the Big Reds ran out of gas or what have you, but I mean a 16-3 to third quarter 
from St. Clair uh, powered that win. And it uh, again, it's going to take these teams a little bit to get going. So I expect what we're saying now might not necessarily hold up in a week or two. Because, again, they've only been having contact since Monday. So really one contact practice. There's a lot of stuff that can change, but... She played really well. They uh, Aaron Saros early in the game kind of kept them in it when Bohm didn't have the, the points in the first quarter. But, yeah, no one for Chippewa Valley scored more than six points. You hold a team to seven points in the second half and 15 over the last three quarters. That's a recipe for success. Yeah, 41-27. Bohm ended up with, what, 19 points? Yeah. Yeah. Good player. I mean, we knew that coming in that she was going to be the go-to player there. That's yeah, that's what we thought, but it was a slow start. And I'm like, oh, maybe maybe Saros will take over, um, but no. Once I don't know what clicked once Bohm hit that half court shot, but coming out of the gates, they were just like, get the ball to Bohm, boom. It seemed like she just had layup after layup, and she was set up by a few nice passes. I know Sarah Lore, uh, who she did hit two threes on the night. She had a beautiful pass in the second half to kind of kick off that run. So St. Clair versus Northern, I think it's going to be the first game where we can really start to kind of figure out where everything's going to shake up in the the Blue Water area, at least for girls basketball. Yeah. Um, What did you hear about PH? Because the Lady Big Reds uh, opened at Lance Cruz North and ended up losing that game 58-41. to Uh, And again, Lance Cruz North, good basketball team. Yeah, so I know um, Folsom was down there covering that game, so I just read his article and what he said and they, they got off to, I believe, a 12-2 to run and were looking good, and then all of a sudden the wheels fell off. I mean, a team that won, what, 21 straight games last year, all of a sudden, last two games the Lady Big Reds have played, and they've lost, and that's something that this group hasn't really experienced. May, I don't know exactly what it was, why they um, slowed down, um, why they struggled in the last three quarters, but yeah, they they get a chance tomorrow at Marysville. You'll be at that game um, to see if they can bounce back. But I don't know. Like you said, Lonsky's North is a good team. Um, they took them to overtime last year in the district, so it's not like they they were sleeping on a slouch. They they just got beat by a good team, and I'm sure you'll see a very very hungry port here on high team on a Thursday. Well, that, that's probably not a, a, a real good draw for your first game under the circumstances because Lance Cruz North uh, is a pressure team. They like to press. They like to get up in your face and, and pressure and trap the basketball, and they've got a lot of speed. Um, and I, I can't think of the young lady's name, but they've got a girl there that went off uh, last year in that you mentioned the overtime game, uh, and she had over 20 points in that game. She was like uh, a, a one-person show carrying Lance Cruz North on her back. So they have some weapons uh, there. So that, to me, that, that's that's a tough one. You want to play them after you've played a few games. Yeah, but, hey, all counts the same. So, well, now they don't have a pressure of an undefeated season or anything like that, and it, the schedule does not get any easier from here. No, no, they, they, they stacked it uh, on purpose, 
and, and ultimately that'll be good for them. Um, Armada girls beat Dryden last night, 35-24. Uh, Bay City John Glenn over Imlay City, 63-46. Sandusky's girls beat Cardinal Mooney's uh, ladies, 53-29. couple of games were played on Monday. North Branch uh, in a tight one with Cass City, 54-49. The Lady Broncos win, uh, and Dryden cruised uh, past Carsonville Port Sandlack, 40-16 in a girls' opener on Monday. So that's uh, all the games that have happened thus far. And, hey, we're talking about stuff that has happened. It's been, it's been <laughs> since November outside of one football game, really. Well, three, I guess, but all ended on basically the same weekend. Yeah, uh, well, uh, I'm just, uh, again, kind of – trying to get jump-started and, and kicked into it. Um, and definitely the uh, Sandusky game helped a lot with uh, how uh, how good that one was on uh, Monday night. Looking forward uh, to uh, games uh, tonight and the rest of the week, and we'll talk about that when we come back in just a moment. Tri-County Equipment is your local John Deere dealer. With 10 locations in southeastern Michigan, Tri-County Equipment can help you get the equipment you need. From tractors to ATVs, from snowblowers to used equipment, Tri-County Equipment is your one-stop shop. Right now, Tri-County Equipment is offering free home delivery on select John Deere models. For a full list, visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Tri-County Equipment with 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carrow, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 Two five zero seventy five twenty. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. Do you have the right financial advisor to help you reach your goals? Ameriprise Advisors can create a personalized, goal-based plan to help you prepare for whatever life brings so you can feel more confident about your financial future. Call Ameriprise Financial Advisor Dave Betts today at 810-987-5370. That's 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC. Member FINRA and SIPC. Start strengthening your finances. Transfer your loan to Advia and we'll cut your rate in half. Plus, make zero payments for 90 days. Members who transfer save an average of $3,400. For stronger savings, visit adviacu.org. Advia Credit Union, real advantages for real people. Not valid on credit card, secure real estate, or commercial loans. Interest accrues at loan disbursement. Estimated 2019 member savings, effective July 1st, 2020. Subject to approval and to change any time. Floor rates and restrictions apply. Equal opportunity lender.
The city of Marysville continues to strive to be a great place to visit, a better place to live, and a great place to open a business. Go to our City of Marysville webpage at cityofmarysvillemi.com to find employment opportunities, business assistance, learn about our outstanding Marysville public school system, or just book a round of golf at Marysville Golf Course. Marysville, a great place to visit, a better place to live, and a great place to open a business. And remember, the sun always shines in Marysville. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. You're back with uh, Dennis and Brady, the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck On Sports podcast, where we're finally talking about stuff. What was that score? Uh, three to two, Anchor Bay knocked off Dakota in hockey action. So I believe that's the first hockey score we have for tonight, yeah. or for this week. For this week. Um, speaking of this week, uh, we have a couple good games tonight. Dennis, you have a uh, rivalry game. Both teams uh, in East China opening up with a uh, with a crosstown matchup. Basically, yeah, and and this is interesting because both these teams are kind of in the same position right now, um, Brady. And and we'll we'll find out like who's been able to fill the void maybe a, a little bit more because all of the familiar names from Marine City and Saint Clair. Graduated, yeah, yeah, but and we're wondering who's going to get the basketball tonight, and who are going to be the the new names, the new generation of players for these uh, two sides. We think that the Ellis's will will factor in for Saint Clair. Uh, Lore is a guy who played for them last Boslup. year. Um, Boslup uh, is another guy. Uh, Alum from Marine City, but after that. Um, yeah, you'll you know, have pretty to, much their their entire starting five has graduated. Yeah, so it's going to be interesting to see who who comes out on top. Again, it's an early season game. I I don't I know we're excited, but I don't want to put too much stock into how we rate these teams based on the first week of action because I'm sure a lot of coaches will tell you they ha- the, the, usually you have what two to three weeks of full practices before you even play a game. That now they have. They've had a couple weeks of like limited practice and two days of full practices. Uh, I feel bad for Dave Friend because not a whole lot of time to prepare for this season, and, and he's just in there on an on an interim right. basis. Um, and you know, the, the <laughs> I remember the interview when, when we talked yeah. to him. Geez, probably over a month ago now. Uh, yeah, that was back in December. That was before they played their game. Yeah, and, and I'm like um, going down the list, and he's like, nope, graduated, nope, graduated, nope, graduated. And I said, who do you got? And he said, we'll find out. St. <laughs> Clair's in the same boat. I mean, you have not seen that exodus. You rarely see a exodus of talent in one class. Like Usually it's staggered. Usually you have a, a, a senior, like a few seniors, a couple good juniors, or maybe you'll have a good senior class, but you still have a few juniors coming back. There's a lot of unknowns on that St. Clair basketball team that they're going to have to find out real quick what they have. And, and these are teams that routinely in recent seasons um, have been leaders in, in their division. Mm-hmm. Marine, Marine City uh, won the bronze. the bronze last year, and St. Clair and Northern shared the league title, yeah, right? Yeah, shared the gold, and St. Clair won the MAC tournament for the blue gold. So, I mean, these these are teams that have been used to winning, um, and it, it might be a little more difficult to get those wins this year. Yeah, I, hey, it's a weird season. 
I mean, I don't think we thought Port Huron High girls were going to start off uh, 0-1. And I don't know. I don't want to put too much on this first week, but it's going to be interesting to see where every team is at starting this week. I mean, that's going to be a good litmus test uh, having a rivalry game week one. And that's also another factor. Just, I mean, you saw it with Sandusky, Cass City. It's just a different energy. Yeah, when, I think that it helped, it helped those two teams because they were sharper. I think it made them sharper because they both wanted to win the game. So I didn't see a lot of turnovers. You didn't see a, a ton of like bad fouls. That mm-hmm. you know, um, the the fouls were were hard and clean, and they were basketball fouls, right? Not ooh, I'm lazy or I'm not ready or I'm out of shape fouls. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I do think the, that having a rivalry game might help you. It might help you focus. You'd, you'd think so. You hope so. When, well, tonight I'll be at Marysville. They'll be going over uh, trying to get revenge for a game they lost last season by just a few points against Anchor Bay. And we kind of have high hopes for the Vikings, despite them not really having a great record the last few years. They've been kind of in a slump recently. Uh we have high hopes that they could potentially contend for the silver bronze division and maybe win that. Yeah, th- this is a year where we feel like they're going to get it to- all together. Like the- they've been putting the pieces in place um, and-, and trying to get there uh, over the last couple of seasons. And-, and you, you know, you had a firsthand look at it last year as an assistant. Um, but it just seems like now's the time for this group of kids. Mm-hmm. Singleton is just a physical specimen right now. Yeah. Um, and, and he was already pretty good basketball player um, last season. Um, you know, and then you, you just kind of look at their components and, and you like what they have. You know, if, if they're going to stop Singleton, well, watch out. They've got Woodard. They've got Smayfield. Uh, you know, they've got options. Mm-hmm. And, and it's not just like those three guys. They've got options. They've got the worker bees. They've got the, you know. They have a good mix of roles. Yeah, the, the, they, they've they got what we think might be a real good. And, and you never know because they've got some beef too. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and if one of those bigger kids um, surprises us, well, yeah, you boy, saw, they'll be really tough to play against. You saw some of the size uh, when we went live there for our one podcast about a week ago. And, no, they looked like they were ready to go for the season. You heard them all talk. They, they they have their goals right in front of them. They know what they want to accomplish. And, well, starting to earn the respect in the area starts with uh, beating Anchor Bay in your opener. Yeah, and it, Anchor Bay is always tough. Yeah, I mean, they're a big school. I believe they're, what, over 2,000 kids. It's not going to be an easy game. And, hey, we don't know what, what every team is going to look like this year. We know Marysville's got – we think they're going to be pretty good. This will if they can win this game and and if they win this game somewhat convincingly, then yeah, I think we're right to put them atop of the silver bronze. Now I'll see Marine City tonight. I'll see them again on Friday, and I'll get to see them against Marysville on yeah. Friday. They host Marysville on Friday in another big rivalry game. Yeah, so Marine City starting off with uh, their two biggest rivals. It's we're gonna again, like we said, with tomorrow night we have a pair of local girls games. Well, between. Wednesday and Friday, we're going to have a, uh, a decent idea of where we think the teams are going to shake out in the area after really only a week, and that might be premature, again, especially with the way this year has gone. Who knows? 
who knows how things will change in the short six-week season. Yeah, uh, let's talk a little bit about those girls' games, uh, too, tomorrow because we got PH at Marysville. That's mm-hmm. the game I'll be, be doing. Um, we know PH is coming off a loss, so they're probably going to be not in a good mood. And motivated. And motivated. And you've got a Marysville team that we're wondering where it's going to come from this yeah. year. Like, we, we, I don't dislike – this basketball team. No. I just don't, you know, uh, is Kane going to be the go-to scorer? Like last year we knew they need a basket, the ball's going to Gabby Fogarty, mm-hmm. and she's going to most likely score for you. Yeah. Who's going to be that kid for them this year? Yeah, that, that that's the, the million-dollar question. And, again, with an unknown season, not a lot of time to figure that out. And how do you match up with a Port here on high team that – you're like, okay, you take away A, B goes to B goes to C goes to D. That's a tough first game for them, and that's, it's not a team you figure something out against. You have to be all hands on deck for that game. Yeah, and, that, and I don't – because that's the thing about them is that they are a hardworking team. They're a hustle team, mm-hmm. and defense is probably how they're going to win games unless there's just something we don't know about, mm-hmm. you know, and that, that somebody has developed – from last season to this season and is going to be a great shooter or a great presence for them. Yeah. I, again, hey, it'll show up on the court. I mean, we can speculate all we want, but finally it's it's game time and we'll see who, who does it for them. I mean, again, Aaron Saros kind of held St. Clair's water for the first half until Bohm got it going last night. Who's going to be that person for, for Marysville? And again, a really good, really motivated big red team. That's going to be uh, – that's going to be a tall task for the Vikings. St. Clair Northern is the other game tomorrow night for the uh, ladies. Uh, you saw St. Clair. I saw Northern. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I, Northern, again, they, they, they've got to figure it out on the offensive end. I, I know they're going to play hard. Um, I know that they're, they're not going to quit. But are they going to make enough shots and score enough points? I think they have the players who can do it. Uh, but they struggled against Anchor Bay in the first game. What I game. need to see from St. Clair is them be able to handle pressure. Uh, their press break seemed very cookie cutter, and it wasn't. Uh, I didn't think Chippewa Valley did a good job adjusting to that. Uh, again, they themselves probably had north of 20 turnovers in a 14-point win. I don't think you can do that against Port here on Northern. Again, they, they kind of got beat up a little bit against Anchor Bay. I don't think they're going to take that lying down they're going to be you're going to be at Port here on Northern. Yeah, I don't think they're going to be able to play the way they did last night and beat a Husky team that's going to be again motivated, a rivalry game. Yeah. You, they they have to clean it up a lot. All right, we've even got uh, work to do on Saturday. Yeah. Um you're going to road trip it. Yeah. Uh, it's it's not that far. No, it's not, it's not too far. It's not that much farther than. Well, I mean, you it's we a little have, farther than Sandusky. Well, we have but, your game Friday too. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Marysville Marine City. City. We talked about, about that. that. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but you're going to see Crosslex. Uh, they're going to be at Brown City, um, and I know you're excited to see the Pioneers play. I am, and that's kind of why we we get that game. I mean, we're trying to optimize it as much as we can. Uh, we're going to see what Crosslex is. We're going to see how motivated they are. Are they going to be kind of fat and sassy from last year, thinking that you know they've arrived, or are they going to come out hungry against a school that's smaller than them, than them, against a team that they honestly they should beat by twenty points? 
I mean, that's no disrespect to Brown City. Most teams on paper are going to lose to Croslex by 20-some points. Will they be able to do that? They're going on the road for it. Let's see what the Pioneers can bring, and let's see if they can live up to the hype. I think they'll be ready for this one. We were out at one of their practices. We did a show Mm -hmm. from one of their practices, uh, and – I I think it it's pretty intense, and I think the when the people we talked to, um, everybody was kind of on the same page mm-hmm. about uh, uh, how how pioneer basketball is supposed to be played and what everybody's job is to do. Um, and I generally genuinely got the feeling, and this happened at Marysville too. I genuinely got the feeling that the kids like each other mm-hmm. and that they don't mind that there's a couple of kids that get talked about more than everybody right. else. They understand Everybody knows there's a role, and I'm going to do my job because that's my job, and that's what I do for the Pioneers. Yeah. I mean, again, you're trying to follow up a, what, 21-1 season? Is that where they were when it got canceled? Um, I mean, we saw the Portier and I girls lose last night. It's not <laughs> – Last year means nothing, and that's one thing that their kids echoed that sentiment. Wait, we're we're zero and zero. Every team's tied with us. Last year was fun, but that that was last year. It was a completely new season, and hey, you you uh you don't take care of business against Brown City. Well, people are gonna knock you down a few pegs. Yeah, because they're getting a lot of positive press. Yes, they even are statewide. So. Yeah, they're they're in several people's rankings. Yes, regardless of division. Yeah. So, uh, and, and the other thing about this is you brought up last year, they didn't get to finish last year. Mm-hmm. They don't know how good they could have been or would have been in the end. Like, uh, you've talked about this before. There wasn't a final chapter mm-hmm. to their season. They were getting ready to play a district title game, which we think they would have won. Mm-hmm. And then they would have gone to regional. But this isn't a school with a ton of playoff success in basketball. No, they went to a regional in 2019. Um but they got bounced out there. And and they were they were, you know, state title, I don't know, but they were thinking that this is the team that was going to go the furthest well, in the playoff so in the school way, history. The way it looked like was the same way we kind of looked at it with Marine City and Frankenmuth. We went there's going to be the roadblock. The winner of that game's going to Ford Field. The way it was for Crosslex last year, you go, okay, Crosslex, Goodrich. That was going to be the big matchup. Never got to see it happen. Yeah. So, and I think that's burning in the back of the minds of a lot of those kids that they didn't get to find out how good they were last year. So they want to find out this year. Yeah. And I know one uh, person that's not is going to do his best to make sure they're not reading all the headlines. Lance Campbell's going to make sure his team is as humble and as ready as possible. Yeah. So uh, that'll be good stuff. I'll do a hockey game on uh, Saturday um, uh, as uh, we'll have a 1 o'clock face-off at McMoran Arena, and that'll be kind of nice for me. That'll be fun. Yeah. It's nice to finally have a schedule, and we're doing it. (laughs) And then, I mean, by the time Friday's podcast come out, hopefully we'll have uh, have our entire season or at least – 80% 80% of our season done yeah. and ready to go. We're, we're working on that. The schedules are, are coming in. Uh, the coaches uh, and uh, the schools have been really good mm-hmm. uh, about trying to get that stuff to us as quickly as they, they can. Um, people were really excited. Like They were really excited in Sandusky that I was there mm-hmm. um, the other night. Uh, so, so that was a lot of fun. Um, talked with, uh, with Dave uh, in Marine City this morning. 
um, before we did uh, all this to set up uh, tonight and Friday mm-hmm. at Marine City, and it's almost like I own the place. Hmm. You know, it's it's like, oh, great, we'll have the table set up for you. Well, they they were great to me during football season. Yeah, you know, so haven't really had any problems with schools in our area. That's nice to see. No, not in our area. Really, we've only had one iffy situation all season, and that ended up being okay. Yeah. So who cares? Well, yeah. I'm so not going to beat we the do, dead horse. We do appreciate all the the help and all the, you know, working with us. Yeah. So uh, and it's uh it's fun. It's a fun job. When when you're finally getting to do games, it's a yeah, fun job. When you're not trying to get in all the politics of everything and you just get to <laughs> just to get to go do a game and nothing else matters, that's fun. Yeah, I'm not good at politics. I, I really, I'm not. Neither am I. All right, uh, we'll uh, take a, a break, and then uh, we'll come back with our final segment. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no-obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810 364 87 For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. Hi, Chip Mortimer here. So much depends on your roof. Mortimer Lumber proudly features the Landmark Series shingle from CertainTeed Roofing. Landmark shingles come in many colors to surely enhance the look of your home. Landmark shingles offer a limited lifetime warranty, so you can be assured your roof will last for generations to come. Stop by Mortimer Lumber at 24th and Lapeer in Port Huron. Our expert staff will be glad to help answer all of your questions. Mortimer Lumber has locations in Port Huron, Emily City, Sandusky, and Bad Axe. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit at Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. Do you have questions about your retirement? Ameriprise Financial Advisor Dave Betts can help. With the exclusive Confident Retirement Approach, you'll work together to develop a retirement roadmap to get you where you want to go. Call Dave Betts today at 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. The Confident Retirement Approach is not a guarantee of future financial results. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Logos in Marysville has the area's largest selection of in-stock school spirit wear, corporate wear, and construction company gear. They do custom embroidery and custom screen printing and are the fastest growing uniform sublimation company in Michigan. Visit tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products including Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. They're open weekdays 830 to 430 or by appointment. Don't wait weeks for your gear. TP Logos will have it in days. Located across from Walt Braun Viking Stadium in Marysville. 
For full-service residential and commercial network installation and management, you need Andrew Thompson at Thompson Engineering. Thompson Engineering will install and maintain long and short-range point-to-point links, install security cameras, access controls, and provide audio-video engineering. Visit online at thompson-engineering.com or call them at 810-221-1667. That's 810-221-1667. Thompson Engineering, network and radio solutions that work. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, welcome back. Dennis and uh, Brady are with you. It's the Get Stuck on Sports uh, podcast, and uh, we're in week one of the high school basketball season, finally. 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 And once- okay, we, we thought it was going to start uh, like in November early this late november early december that we were going to be able to get into this stuff mm-hmm. and now it's geez it's february and we just started this week yeah some teams haven't even played yet yeah but hey we're doing it it's happening we're we'll, we'll figure it out <laughs> we'll make it work and once we get the more behind the scenes the schedules what all that is going to entail then we can start getting to some of the fun segments where we actually spend time we can do. A, we can figure out the way to do a pick segment, which we'd have to alter because we're not picking fifty games a week, <laughs> um, and maybe a top five uh, for both boys and girls. A top ten, eh, top ten, maybe. Uh, we'll figure. We'll figure it out. But maybe by next week, after we've had at least one game for everyone, and we've gone out and see the one thing I do like about the way we have basketball set up compared to football. Not that how we did football was bad, but we get to see every team. We get to actually watch it where, Dennis, you never saw a Marine City game live. I never saw a Port Huron Northern game. I only got to see, what, one PH game. I mean, it was just because geographically that's where we were closer to, but it's, uh, it's going to be nice to actually see and assess with our own eyes. And that's kind of why we never did an awards thing or, or a thing because we just didn't have enough knowledge and we didn't feel like it would have been genuine. We'd have been yeah, kind of well, guessing. And again, for, for for football and the fact that we were just starting the, this stuff out, mm. like you know, we formed as a company in August uh, and then got put on hold and then September happened and we pushed together schedules. So we, we stayed as close to home, mm-hmm. which for us is Port here and High, Port here on Northern Marysville, St. Clair Marine City. Yeah. Um, and, and worked from there. So we didn't get out. We talked about the BWAC extensively. Right. We talked about the GTC East. And we didn't get out and see any of well, those Well, and games. also because if we go to do a BWAC game, we had to figure out, okay, do we want to do a lot of teams one time or do we want to have a small group where we do two or three teams each three or four times each and really get an extensive knowledge of that? And that's where the problem is because football, I mean, Everyone plays on Friday night. Yeah. Where basketball, you have two to three games a week. It's spread out over the week. Yeah. And there's usually there's 20 games. This year there will be 15 to 18. We'll still get to see every team a handful of times. I mean, on our original schedule, I think we had some teams over 10 times. And we were out, that was over the span of what, six, seven teams? Yeah. Think about that. If you do somebody four or five times, you're doing a quarter of their schedule. Yeah. Or this year with the shortened uh, season, you're doing a third of their schedule. Right. That's actually quite a bit. 
tougher to do in football, yeah. and especially when the season went from nine games to six regular season mm-hmm. games. It gets uh, even tougher still. Yeah, so for for um, basketball, we'll be able to at least get a hold of – will you, will you silence that phone? Come on. What? Somebody from Wauconda, Illinois needs to get in touch with Wakanda. me. Uh, no, it's W A U C O N D A. Wakanda. Wakanda. Yeah, I kind of like it. It's yeah. not spelled the same way that Marvel spells it. Because if it was <laughs> if it was Wakanda, I'm answering. Because yeah. if the Black Panther's calling, <laughs> I, uh. anyway. Hey, King, or whatever is he? He's a king or a pre, uh, prince? I don't know. I, don't I saw know. the movie, but it was a long um, time ago when you could go to movies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, jeez. No kidding. Um, but, yeah, in terms of, like, a pick segment, maybe we'll do something where we pick the games we broadcast each week. We'll, maybe that'll be a Monday thing. Uh, we, we can do at least a top five for both boys and girls. That'll be fun. Um, and as far as everything else, I mean, we're just going to kind of figure it out as we go because we did not have a lot of time to be proactive with this. Not at all. And every time we tried to, it got shut down. Yeah, that was the other thing. We have had, like, we had a great schedule, and then we had everybody had gotten their stuff to us, and we had spread it out all over a couple of tables, and we had a couple of boards we were writing on, and we finally got it narrowed down. And we were looking at about 100 games between boys and girls basketball and hockey. Before the MAC tournament. Before before the MAC tournament, before uh, the holiday tournament and the showcase at SC which were things that we thought would happen this yeah. year that and before districts are not going to happen and bef- yeah before the playoffs even began so it'll get cut down some but i'll, I'll bet you even still we're going to get i mean pretty close i mean just extrapolated it we do let's just say 10 games a week over the six week regular season that's 60 games right there, not including districts. Well, this is week one, and schedules are still coming in to yeah. us. Yeah, we got and we're going to do 11 games between uh, Monday and Saturday. Yeah, and the only reason we're not doing 12 is I got called to action somewhere else. So, Which uh, we can talk about yeah. that. that. That's Go fine because, yeah, we're, we would have done two games on Friday, but um, Brady got the opportunity to do a college basketball game for Wayne State, and I said, Chowderhead, call him back and say, yes, I can do it. Yeah, so apologies to St. Clair. We were going to do your game against Cousineau. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, but duty calls. This this is, uh, folks, uh, this is uh, about uh, moving Brady to the next level. And if he gets an opportunity like that, that's a great resume piece that uh, I, I, yeah. I have to, as a mentor, I have to kick you in the butt and say, go do that game. Yeah, so, I mean, we'll probably have 12 games a week, though, most weeks, assuming there's two things to do on Saturday, and I'm assuming there will always be at least a high school hockey game to do. And with that, uh, yeah, there's. I know I think Cross-Lex has a, at least one more Saturday game. I know Marysville was looking at adding a Saturday game. So, yeah, teams want to play on Saturday to get their maximum number of games in. Yeah, um, it's, again – it gets so confusing to me because even some of the schedules that we've been sent have been like redone now, or yeah. or we got a partial schedule and I got to go back and 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 like fill it out mm-hmm. some more. 
Um, and then you get those crazy things like uh, Cardinal Mooney, like the last three games they're playing, they just don't know who because that's their playoffs. Right. That's the Catholic League playoffs. And you've also got in in the MAC crossovers and tournaments a, that haven't yeah, been figured out. Yeah, there's the MAC out. tournament and all that. And yeah. So we're – I mean – We'll know when the coaches know and not all the coaches know. We got a schedule sent to us today and goes, we're still looking for a game for this date. Don't worry. <laughs> um, but, um, yeah, just, just kind of going through it. We'll, we'll have a lot of uh, options, um, and then we just kind of uh, pick and choose, and, and we try to keep track. Okay, there's a lot that goes into this. We want to try to spread it around and get everybody involved, mm-hmm. number one. Number two – we don't want to like overdo some teams over other teams. We want to try to keep it even. Um, the easy ones are when it's a rivalry, right? Um, those those are easy picks. The tougher ones are when it comes down to you got Fitzgerald coming to Marysville, you've got Centerline coming to PH, and you've got Lakeshore at Marine City, and you've got uh, Cucamonga Tech <laughs> at at Northern. Which two games do you want to do that night? Well, look at the board. Okay, we've yeah. done these guys seven times, these guys four times. So let's get these guys back on mm-hmm. the schedule for another game. Yeah, because, again, we have a lot of talent. I mean, you can go to each team, and there's a storyline for each of them, boys and girls. So there's a reason to do a team. There's no, there's not going to be any, I don't think, any huge slouches, maybe one or two, but for the majority of the area, you're going to have some really quality basketball. Yeah, and we and again we try to keep it even too between the boys and the girls. The MAC helps us out there because they play them on separate nights, mm-hmm. which is actually really good. BWAC seems to be a little more helter skelter. They they'll yeah. play any night of the week that they can get a game in. Mm-hmm. Just basically gym availability <laughs> at that point. So um, and double headers would be nice too. I encourage all schools to do double headers so that uh, we can you get know, two games and get two games in. We can go to one location and get two games in. That would be nice. But, I mean, as it stands now, I mean, you'll you'll hear 10 to 12 games a week with us. Yeah, easily. Easily. And we're, we're goofy enough that, like, if on a Saturday, if somebody plays at 1 and there's another game at 7, like, we'll do stuff like that. Mm-hmm. We're like, oh, okay, I'll be here at 1. You go do this game that starts at 5, and I'll hustle over and do this game that starts at 7. Which, by the way, the Saturday game for uh, Croslock starts at 4.30. Okay. Just a, just a quick program. Yeah, you, you can go to GetStuckOnSports.com, and usually I've got it pretty up-to-date. Yes, at least as up-to-date as at we have At least week it. one is up there. Yes. Usually what's up there is what we have. Yeah. So. So we'll, we'll do that. I, I feel we're prattling on now at this point, so uh, let's <laughs> let everybody. we always. Yeah, we always do. Let's let uh, everybody uh, digest what we have talked about. We'll have more to talk about on Friday because uh, we'll have each seen two more games apiece that we can talk about, and, uh, and we'll have some more scores to look at, and, uh, and we'll have a, maybe a better grip on uh, just uh, how good or how bad or how indifferent some of these teams uh, are in our area. So, with that, you want the final word? Nah. From Port Huron to Marysville and St. Clair to Marine City, the Blue Water Area is Stuck on Sports.